Blog Talk Radio.
But but now we do know she do know now. But it's amazing. And is she keeping it? We don't know. But one thing about it, that was there, very important. And we'll take a look at all that in a second, no doubt about it. For your first job uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yeah. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yeah. off, yeah. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yes. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. Yahweh bless you, Sir Israel, Sir Roy. Yahweh, don't you, Yahweh? Don't you, Yahweh? You are telling what it's saying that we can read in ten sixteen. What what do we say before we um give some Luke twelve twelve? What it says in ten nineteen in the book called in the book called Matthew? What what you saying in ten nineteen there? The book of Matthew, the book of Matthew, chapter 10, verse 19, reads, But when they deliver you up, take no thought how or what you shall speak, 
For it shall be given you in that same hour what you shall speak. Mm-hmm. So he said, don't worry about it. He said, when you are serving the Yahweh, in that very same hour, he'll give you what you're supposed to speak. So now, what do we say that we can read in Luke chapter 12, verse 12, what does it say? Okay. Luke Luke chapter 12, verse 12 reads, For the righteous spirit shall teach you in in the same hour what you are to say. Excellent. In that very same hour, the righteous spirit will teach you what you ought to say. And that's a great thing. So what we do, we're going to take a look at, I got a couple of memos came in. Uh, Sister Mary, and the ninth chapter of the book called the ninth chapter of the book called Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter nine, Sister Mary, and we live at camp one, and we we gonna we gonna do our part until the young lion come and and take it on in. But see, always a pad eat. If he loves to do his part, the real part I got to play, I'm ready to do my part because I know what the blessing is all about in Yahweh. But now what I, what I want to hear is the book called Ezekiel. Ezekiel the Spirit. Can you tell me what we can get out of that, uh, Sister Miriam? What do it say? And 9, verse 1, let's read a little bit to get our point. 9, verse 1. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Mm-hmm. Book of Ezekiel, chapter 9, verse 1. He cried also in my ears with a loud voice, saying, Cause them that have charge over the city to draw near, even every man with his destroying weapon in his hand. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Verse 2, and behold, six men came from the way of the higher gate, which lieth towards the north, and every man a slaughter weapon in his hand. He said, and now these men had a slaughter weapon in their hand, brother. And one man among them was clothed with linen, with a writer's inkhorn by his side. And they went in and stood beside the brazen altar. Verse 3, and the glory of the Yahweh of Israel was gone up from the chair, whereupon he was to the threshold of the house, and he called to the man clothed with linen. Mm-hmm. And in this case right here, make a note of the word house means a temple. House in this case means a temple. So he was just all about temple business, so he made to a temple. The house means Whereupon he was to the threshold of the temple, and he called to the man clothed with linen, which had the writer's inkhorn by his side. Uh Four. And Yahweh said unto him, Go through the midst of the city. Now go through the midst of the city. Through the midst of Judah. And set a mark upon the forehead of the men that sighed. 
and that cry for all the abominations that be done in their in the midst. Now stop it there. Now, now this right here is about, according to verse 4, he says, and Yahweh said, go through the midst of the city, through the midst of southern king, Judah, and sit a mark on the forehead at the end of mind, the mind, the that of the men that sighs, that cries for all the abomination that is dark in the midst of hell. He said, he said, the war that dis- they disagree with what's going on that they're doing at the temple site. Because, pull that point. Because let's, let's find out something, uh, Sister Daughter Yahweh. Let's find out what's saying in Leviticus 23, verse 1, 2, and 3. Daughter Yahweh, Leviticus 23, 1, 2, and 3. I said, put a mark on the one that cries on what they're doing at the temple. Let's see what will be going on at the temple in Leviticus 23. Verse 1, 2, and 3. Leviticus chapter 23, verses 1, 2, and 3. Verse 1 reads, And the Yahweh, Y-H-W-H, spake unto Moses, saying, Verse 2, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, Concerning the feast of the Y-H-W-H, Yahweh, which you shall proclaim to be righteous convocations. Even these are my feasts. Verse 3. Six days shall work be done, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of rest. And righteous convocation you shall do no work therein. It is the Sabbath of the YHWH Yahweh in all your dwellings. Luke chapter 4, verse 16, down to verse 18. Daughter Yahweh, 
of the nation. What the YHWH have founded, the city of David, Zion, and the poor of his people shall trust in him. It. Oh, 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 so he said he's talking about people. So I need a name on this city of David and Zion. I need him. He said the poor of his people. So this word Zion shall replace the name of the poor of his people. So I wonder what names have been replaced there, our daughter. See what we got here? See if we can read through edify the national audience. So this, this, that Yahweh have founded Judah, the poor of his people. So remember, he came to the southern kingdom. And who was in the southern kingdom was Judah. So he said, come to preach to the poor. And who was in the temple was Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon. So this Zion is a polluted word for Judah. Because that is the people we're talking We're not talking about the land. We're talking about the people. This is the city of David, and David from the tribe of Judah, and he was at the temple in the southern kingdom. So the four of his people will be Judah, and the four of his people shall trust in it. So he ain't telling the land to trust, trust in it. He's telling Judah. The lead tribe or the twelfth tribe to trust in him. But he also said something else, daughter. So we know what goes here is Judah. Make a note of it. But he also said to preach to the to teach to the captivity. Now let's preach up there to find out who is the captivity by going to Daniel six thirteen. This is this see, all six on accounts gotta know how to preach up that Bible. When you preach up that Bible, you be clear about exactly what he's doing. And Daniel 6.13, let's talk about it, our daughter, daughter Yahweh. What are you talking about in 6.13? Uh, Daniel. Daniel. The book of Daniel. What are you talking about? Yes. The book of Daniel, chapter 6, verse 13. Verse 13 reads, Then answered they and said before the king, that Daniel, which is of the children of the captivity of Yahdah Judah, regardeth not thee, O king. That's good. That's good. Hey, daughter, you, you, you nailed it. You ain't got to drop no overkill on it. Who was the captivity people he came to, uh, to get back in order? What's their name again, according to uh, 613? What's their name again, daughter? The children of Yahdah Judah.
Romans 13, and we'll see what verse number 42. Got to get and take it down to verse 44. Now listen to this. Let's see what's going on. 13, 13, 42, down to verse 44. What is it that daughter of Yahweh? What is it? Acts chapter 4, chapter 13. Acts chapter 13, 13. verse 42. Excuse me. And straight down to 44. Take it straight down to 44. Acts chapter 13, verse 42 through 44. Verse 42 reads, And when Yahdah Judah were gone out of the temple, the Gentiles besought that these words might be preached unto them the next Sabbath. Verse 43, now when the congregation was broken up, many of Yahdah Judah, the religious proselytes, followed Paul and Barnabas, who speaking to them persuaded them to continue in the grace of Yahweh. Verse 44, and the next Sabbath day, came almost the whole city together to hear the word of Yahweh. Hallelujah. So on, on a Sabbath day, you folks come out and do what? Hey, the whole city came to the southern kingdom. Hey, hey, daughter Yahweh, why did they, why did they come according to verse 44? Why the, almost the whole city came out for what reason according to verse 44? To hear the word of Y-H-W-H, Yahweh. And the whole city came out. Once they understood that this is Yahweh's business, the whole city folks make sure they, they locked into one of the six anointed camps, and what they got to hear is the words of Y-H-W-H, Yahweh. There it is right there. So now we got, we got all that taken care of. They come back to Samarian. And now we're going to pick up verse 5. So now we're going to cover verse 4. So you see, Yahweh said, put a mark on them that, got, that have a problem with the other children of Judah, Benjamin, and Levi that's not at the temple. So the ones that saying, no, it, it, it ain't no right thing not keeping Sabbath day. That ain't no right thing. It's a Chapter 9, verse 5. 
And to the others he said, In my hearing, go you after him through the city, and smite. Let not your eyes spare, neither have you pity. Wait a minute. You mean the ones that was doing abomination put a mark on the ones that was doing the business and complaining about the others, but the one that did not have the mark on them, he said, the worst to them in verse 5. And to the others he said, in my hearing, go you after him through the city and smite. Let not your eyes spare, neither have you pity. Ain't that something? Yeah, you mean, you Imagine what we'll do to those that don't keep it at all. We read what we'll do to the one that don't keep it. 
Chapter 20, verse 1 through 5. Verse 1 reads, And it came to pass in the seventh year, in the fifth month, the tenth day of the month, that certain of the elders of Israel came to inquire of the YHWH Yahweh and sat before me. Verse 2. Then came the word of the YHWH unto me, saying, verse 3, Son of man, speak unto the elder of Israel, the elders of Israel, and say unto them, Thus say the YHWH Yahweh, are you come to inquire of me? As I live, says the YHWH Yahweh. I will not be inquired of by you. Verse 4. Will thou judge them, son of man? Will thou judge them? Cause them to know the abomination of their fathers. Verse 5. And say unto them, Thus says the YHWH Yahweh, in the day when I chose Israel and lifted up my hand unto the seed of the nation of Israel and made myself known unto them in the land of Israel, when I lift up my hand unto saying, I am the YHWH Yahweh, your Yahweh. Uh-huh. So, it's an order about this thing now, daughter Yahweh. This son of man is Ezekiel the seer. So, he was told Ezekiel the seer, you go get a hold to them elders. And let them elders understand one thing about my baby. He said, they, they copy for me as my people. They do that. You speak to them elders to let the elders know they got to get the people to understand about his business. So the responsibility of the seer is to give to the elders. He said, you speak to them elders and tell them, if you trying to require yourself about me, I'm not hearing nothing y'all saying until y'all take care of my business. Now, he's saying this. Go speak to the elders. If, if, if we read that right, daughter, Yahweh, let's, yep. let's look at verse 1 again. Let's read that again in verse number 1. Ezekiel, chapter 20, verse 1, and it reads, As it came to pass in the seventh year, in the fifth month, 
the tenth day of the month, that certain of the elders of Israel came to inquire of the YHWH Yahweh and set before me. Oh, okay. So, so this, this message, the elders came to the temple. They came. Then when they got there, what happened in verse 2? As soon as they came and sent before the seer, what happened in verse 2? Then came the word of the YHWH unto me, saying, Saying what in three? Saying what in three? Verse three. Son of man, speak unto the elders of the children of Israel, and say unto them, Thus say the YHWH Yahweh, Are you come to inquire of me? As I live, said the YHWH Yahweh, I will not be inquired of by you. Ain't that something? You didn't even go over here. So when you in that position, you got to lead by example. He said, now here come the elders to the temple, and they sit by the fear. He said, listen. He said, they come to the cry about the Yahweh. He said, I ain't paying them no never mind until they get this thing right. Is that what we're reading, daughter? That's what we're reading. Hallelujah. Well, so one thing about leadership, when you're in leadership, you got to lead by example. you got to be the first one in, the last one to lead in leadership. That goes for the sinners, that goes for the elders, elder women, and men. To get this thing running the way it's supposed to go for Yahweh here to be, we got to lead by example in all the six counties. Can't be thrown around this thing. We got to put Yahweh's business first, and then Yahweh take it from there. That's what's going on. So now, he has to tell, tell us, listen, the elders ain't doing right. And they ain't not going to be required about me until they do right. That means they have to lead the way by keeping them laws, statutes, and commandments by being the first one in and the last one to leave. That's the responsibility of a elder. First one in, last one to leave. And the elders come two ways now. Let's get a precept on these elders, uh, daughters. Let's get a precept on these elders. Let's go on to uh, the book called Timothy. We're going to get a precept on the elders. We're going to get a precept on that. Let's see, let's see, and I'm, I'm serving right now, daughter. But I'm going to get a precept on the elders. And the book of Timothy, it should tell us something, if I can put my hand on it, that... Example. And um, like we were getting today, 
we was rushing in because we just had left two classes to get two senior system classes to get in for this one. See, I'm about I'm, I'm about to y'all for our business. I know what he got on tape. Now, in the fifth chapter, make a note of it, Dr. Yaqua. Let's see what he's talking about in, in 5, verse 1 and 2. 5, verse 1 and 2. Let's see what he's saying in 5, verse 1 and 2. We have 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 1 and verse 2. Let's see what he's saying. 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 1 and 2. Verse 1 reads, Rebuke not an elder. But entreat him as a father, and the younger men as brethren. Verse 2. The elder women as mothers, and the younger as sisters, with all purity. Yeah. You see that? And the elder mothers, the elders, the elders come in. The father and it comes with the mother. So they go to elder mother. And the elder mother will be called mother. The elder women as mother. The elder women as mother. We got three we got three in camp one. We got and it ain't all six camps really. But three in camp one, we got three mothers in camp number one. Mother E, Mother Z, Mother G of Israel. So that's why they call mothers, because the elder women add mothers. Do we understand that? Right so we probably book this key. The elder women add mothers. So the elder, the elder women be called mothers in all six camps. Mother E, Mother Z, Mother G of Israel. So there it is. So let's be going back now so we clear it's all about this thing. I'll be going back to Ezekiel chapter 9. Ezekiel chapter 9. And we'll look at verse number. Read verse 6 again. Oh, Sister Mary, read verse 6 again. Hallelujah. Why? Ezekiel chapter 9, verse 6. Slay utterly old and young, both maids and little children and women. But come not near any man upon whom is the mark. And begin at my temple. Then they began at the ancient men, which were before the by temple. Mm-hmm. All right, good. Yeah. So uh, what is this mark? He said, don't hurt the ones that got this mark. The ones that got this mark, put a mark on them because that's a good thing. So this mark right here. It seems like to me this mark is a good thing. Yeah. So he said, don't hurt one got this mark, right? So this mark is not a good thing, ain't it? Because mm-hmm. one that got this mark that cries about the abomination that the children of Judah being the relief by not doing, this mark is a good mark. Okay, keep that in your mind now. Verse 7. Ezekiel 9, verse 7. And he said unto them, Defile the house, the temple. And fill the courts with the slain. Go you forth. And they went forth and slew in the city. Uh-huh. So he said, look here. Because see, you got some that come to classes, but they find somewhere else. But y'all, he got that on. He got that going on too. Look at this. 
He says, Lord, kill them because they're not doing right. So this is telling you about, listen, you can't cameo this man. You got to give this man all you got. So he's saying, do some killing even inside of the temple. That means you can't be bumming around, playing around this right here. Read that again. Verse 7. Listen good. Ezekiel 9, verse 7. Hallelujah. That's what. And he said unto them, defile the house and fill the court, defile the temple and fill the court with the slain. Mm-hmm. Go you forth. And they went forth and slew in the city. You see that? Uh-huh. Verse 8. Now listen to this. Verse 8. Verse 8. And it came to pass while they were slaying them, and I was left, that I fell upon my face and cried and said, Ah, Yahweh, Yahweh, will you destroy all the residue of Israel mm-hmm. in your pouring out of your fury upon Yah.Judah. Judah, Benjamin, Levi, so he, so he starved with them first. He's whooping. He's killing. He starved with the leadership. Judah got a job to do. He started he get the killing on Judah first. Yeah. Then get Benjamin. Then get the Levi. Then get Simeon. Mm-hmm. But Lord killing Judah first. Mm-hmm. Is that what we're reading? He said, start killing Judah first. So if you if you know you're a bloodline Judah mm-hmm. and you know a Malachi three six say he don't change. <laughs> Hebrew thirteen verse eight say he don't change. So Judah, if you know you're a bloodline Judah, remember one thing. When the killing starts, if you're not doing what's written in his Bible the way he said, this is a prophecy of him killing you. Ready? Read them up. Yeah, I got one. Verse 9. Nine, listen to this. He said he is to me the iniquity of the temple of Israel. Now this is a family. This is called Northern King. He said, Thus says unto me, the sin of the northern kingdom, the northern kingdom of Israel, that's King Tribe, the northern kingdom, and Judah, the southern kingdom. Now, he can tell you about both sides of these 12 tribes. What about? Is what? Is exceeding great. That means they stand on reach to the top. Now, i got to get a precept on that. I gotta get, but now get a precept on that. We see from great mother Z and mother E. So we know mother, mother E. came on stage to holler that microphone, no doubt about it. Look at the precept on that. So when he meets mother E with a loud voice, mother E. On the Lord's side of chapter one, Yahweh bid you see Ray. Yahweh bid you see Israel. I see God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why that mother? Now, and we know Mother Z going to give a commentary after she hears a little bit more. She's going to say, let me put a little bit more on the table. I got something to say, but put them on the table. Now, read that verse again about what he said. Read that verse again. I want to get a precept on that verse today. Read that same verse again. He said, he said in verse number nine, then said he unto me, the sin of the northern king of Israel. And Judah, the southern kingdom, is exceedingly great. The land is filled with blood, and the city is full with perverseness. And 
Yahweh is not. So he said, oh, he ain't, he don't see us. We just going to do what we want to do. He ain't saying nothing. You Hey, mother, go, go to uh, St. John 7, verse 6. What does it say 
book of St. John, chapter 7, verse 6. St. John, chapter 7, verse 6, reads. St. John, chapter 7, verse 6. Then Yahweh said unto them, My time is not yet come, but your time is always ready. My time has not come. Your time already. See, you don't know when Yahweh going to catch it up. If he catch it out on tomorrow or the night or whatever, is you prepared to meet him? If you, have you, have, was you doing this business? Father, 
But if thou wilt enter into life, keep the commandment.
Zephaniah, chapter 3, verse 8 through 10. Verse 8 reads, Therefore, wait ye upon me, said the YHWH Yahweh, until the day that I rise up to the place. For my determination is, is to gather the nation, that I may assemble the kingdom to pour upon them mine indignation, even all my fierce anger. For all the earth shall be devoured with the fire of my jealousy. Verse 9. For then will I turn to the people a pure language, that they may all call upon the name of YHWH Yahweh to serve him with one consent. Chapter 15, verse 24 through 28. Verse 24 reads, Then cometh the end, when he shall have delivered up the kingdom to YHWH Yahweh, even the Father, when he shall have put down all rule and all authority and power. Verse 25, For he must reign. Till he have put all enemies under his feet. Mm-hmm. Verse 26. The last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. Mm-hmm. Verse 27. 
27. For he have put all things under his feet. But when he saith all things are put under him, it is manifest that he is accepted, which did put all things under him. Verse 28. For when all things shall be subdued unto him, then shall the Son, S-O-N, also himself be subject unto him that put all things under him, that the Yahweh, Y-H-W-H, may be all in all. You see that? Now, I ain't that look. So that's probably going to happen. Now, go back to Zephaniah 3.10. Now, ask him to beat everybody down. Everybody quiet. Everybody got, everybody is in order now. Now, go back to Zephaniah 3.10. And what's going to happen again, daughter Yahweh? What's going to happen? Zephaniah 3.10. After he'll beat everybody up, what's going to happen? Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 10. From beyond the rivers of Ethiopia, my surprise, even the daughter of my dispersed shall bring my offering. So, you see that? Now, back up to verse 9. So, Wherever well, children of Israel, they coming back to bring my offering. So the offering is something that we need to take up consideration even to this day. Verse nine. Zephaniah, Zephaniah chapter three, verse nine. Verse nine reads, "For then will I turn to the people a pure language, that they may call upon the name of the." Y-H-W-H, Yahweh, to serve him with one consent. Hey, how many letters is that, our daughter? How many letters is that? Four letters. Y-H-W-H. After I'll beat everybody down, Y-H-W-H. Now read this, uh, Sister Amelia. Read that. Read that. Read that. And tell me, uh, underline, what it says. Right here? Yeah, the middle of the word here. What do we say? Verified definition for Yahweh. Verified definition by Yahweh. Verified definition, go ahead. Our antics. Antics, that means, that means a computer check. They they done a computer check, a worldwide computer check. Go ahead. Has zero. They have zero. Unverified meaning. So meaning is no word go with the four letters, but the four letters. You don't put nothing to the four letters, but the four letters. It got zero verifying. He said don't nothing go with the four letters, but the four letters. You put anything where you out of order. They ran a computer check on the four letters. They say it's no substitute for this name. It's no long in this name. It is no short in this name. It is no Yahweh long in it. And it's no Yah short. You got to go Y-H-W-H only or you out of order. Read it again. The whole thing is this. 
Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 9. Therefore wait ye upon me, said the YHWH, until the day that I rise up to the prey. For my determination is to gather the nations, that I may assemble the kingdom, to pour upon them my indignation, even all my fierce anger, for all the earth shall be devoured with the fire of my jealousy. Verse 9, for then will I turn to the people a pure language that they may call, may all call upon the name of YHWH to serve him with one consent. You see that? After it be down, you all going to be turned back to the pure language. The pure language is the power of David was the name. The pure language was the name. So you all going to be turned back to the Semitic tongue. And that Semitic tongue has what? What does the Semitic tongue have? Now, you come back to that same tongue once you beat everybody down. Let's see what the tongue has. Semitic. What does it say up on the line? Semitic. The Semitic alphabet had no vowels. No vowels. So, when they spoke on his name, there was no vowels. The Semitic, the language that was given to us, Adam, Abraham, the children of Israel to the clothing of the Bible. When they called on his name, they had how many vows? No vows. No vows. So the Semitic language had no vows. So whatever name you call them, you call them Y-A-H, take the A out. So they had no vows. Y-H-W-H. No. A-E-I-O-U was added in the 6th century. And it made a plain what is it made a plain about Proverbs thirty verse six there, a daughter Yahweh. What it tell you in Proverbs thirty verse six, five and six, thirty verse five and six, what it say? So in the original tongue, 
that was given to Adam, that was passed down to Noah, that was passed down to Abraham, passed down to Isaac, and Jacob was a Semitic tongue. And in that tongue, it was no vowel. It was no A, B, I, O, U. The vowel force came in in the 6th century. That's when the monastery brought in the A and started calling him Yah. Then they added the E and started calling him Yahweh. But they added that in the 6th to the ninth century. But what do Proverbs 30, verse 5 and 6 say? They say, Adonis. Proverbs chapter 30, verse 5 and 6, verse 5 reads, Every word of YHWH Yahweh is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Verse 6, Add thou not unto his words, lest he reprove you, and you be found a liar. The Lord that about the Yah and the Yahweh, they've been found alive. Because they never put the vile form in there, the A or the E. They never put the vile form in there, the A or the E. Y-H-W-H has no pots, no, no barriers, no other name to put with it. They ran a computer check. They looked it says nothing you can put the Y H W just leave it alone. That's the name. That's it. Keep it moving. And the Semitic tongue had no vowel. Now who does make God to daughter Yahweh and Deuteronomy 4, 1 and 2? Who supposed to know these things and Deuteronomy 4, 1 and 2? Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. Verse 1 reads, Now therefore hearken, O Israel, Unto the statute and unto the judgment which I teach you, for to do them, that you may live and go in and possess the land which the YHWH Yahweh of your fathers giveth you. Verse 2 You shall not add unto the word which I command you, neither shall you diminish aught from it that you may keep the commandments of the YHWH door, YHWH Yahweh, which I command you. So that message is specific to the bloodline of Israelites. Once you know what this man is saying, you understand that the original language that was spoken from heaven to Adam was Semitic. Semitic had no vowel, no A-E-I-O-U. They add some vowels between the 6th century and the 9th century. And when you add to the word that Yahweh expects his name, he said he will prove you, and you will be found to life. So the long words he got to call on his name, that's wrong. Jehovah and all that, the long name, all the names is hiding for Y-H-W-A. Even in the original Hebrew, let's talk about the original Hebrew. Let's talk about the original Hebrew. Was it an error? Was it original Hebrew? I am. No, original Hebrew. Is it original? Oh, oh, the original Hebrew didn't have any vowels. The original Hebrew didn't have the, the, 
iniquity of the house of Israel, northern Canaan, and Judah, southern Canaan, is exceeding great. And the land is full of blood. Full of blood. And the city full of perverseness. I mean, they're all over the place. They can't figure out they're all over the place. Go ahead. For they say the Yahweh have forsaken the earth. Oh, Yahweh, ain't no way around. He watching up, go ahead. And Yahweh seeth not. But, but what they don't know, uh, <laughs> verse 10, and as for me also, my eyes shall not spare, neither will I have pity, but I will recompense their way upon their heads. Uh-huh. Verse 11. And behold, the man clothed with linen, yeah. which had the inkhorn by his side, reported the matter, saying, what? I have done as you uh-huh. have commanded me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I have dark with them uh-huh. commanded me. I'm just out of business. So he sees those servants of Yahweh, they're going to take out of business. Revelation chapter 3, verse 1, chapter one. and 9. No, chapter 1. 1 verse 3, and skip down to 8 and 9. Revelation chapter 1, verse 3, 8 and 9. Revelation chapter 1, verse 3 reads, Blessed is he that readeth, and they that hear the words of this prophecy. And keep those things which are written therein, for the time is at hand. Verse 8 and 9. Verse 8. I am YHWH, the beginning and the ending, said the YHWH Yahweh, and which was, and which is to come, the Almighty. Verse 9. Verse 9. I, John, also am your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of YHWH was in the Isles that is called Patmos. For the word of YHWH the Father and for the testimony of YHWH his son. So he said, so I was there to report on what the angel wants him to write. This is entire prophecy. This is entire prophecy, daughter. So now what, now what, 
Now, what does he write in the 14th chapter? Now, remember, this mob we just got through here and here, this mob you want to have because if you ain't got this mob on, the man going to keep it. But it's always a flip side, daughter. We're going through Revelation 14, take the verse number 7. We're going to Revelation 14, verse 7. This is end time prophecy. Revelation 14, verse 7, what it says. Revelation chapter 14, verse 7. Verse 7 reads, Say with a loud voice, Fear YHWH Yahweh, and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment is come. And worship him that made heaven and earth and the sea and the fountains of water. Verse 8. And there follows another ministering spirit saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen, that great city, because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Hold that part right there. Hold that part. Babylon is fallen, huh? Let's find out who. Well, who is running this Babylon with a precept by uh, Sister Sarah? One more time. Y'all might be there to see you right. 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 Y'all might be there to see Oh, we're going to 137, and we're going to find out what Babylon we're talking about. Read the, read, read the top line in verse 7. A lot of audio. 139, verse 7. To find out what Babylon have fallen. 
we are found out. They can read it again, God, over here again in verse 8, 14, 8. Okay, 14, 8 of okay. Revelation. <laughs> 14, 14, 8 of Revelation. And there followed another ministering spirit saying, Babylon is fallen. It's fallen. What well, Babylon is fallen? Hold on, dog. Hey, so, what's Loud voice. 
If any man worship the beast and his image and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand. Okay, good. What will happen then? What will happen to verse 10? The same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of YHWH Yahweh, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. And he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the righteous ministering spirit and in the presence of the Lamb. Ain't that so? So if you continue with the mob that the world got, and that's why I made it plain, daughter, in 18 verse 4, what it tell you, daughter, in 18 verse 4, about this mob. This is the mob you want to get away from and make a change in a hurry. What it say in 18 verse 4, daughter? Revelation, chapter 18, verse 4. Verse 4 reads, And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people that you be not partakers of her sins, and that you receive not of her plagues. Verse 21, what will happen? 21 down to verse 23, what will happen, Doug? Revelation chapter 18, verse 21 through 23. Verse 21 reads, and a mighty ministering spirit took up a stone like a great millstone and cast it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence shall that great city Babylon, Esau and his five sons, be thrown down and shall be found no more at all. Verse 22. And the voice of harpers and musicians, musicians, and of piper and trumpeter shall be heard no more at all in her, and no craftsman of whatsoever craft he be shall be found any more in thee, and the sound of a millstone shall be heard no more at all in thee. Verse 23. And the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in thee, and the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in thee. For thy merchants were the great men of the earth, for by thy sorcery were all nations deceived. Verse 23. So you see, that's it, that's it right there. So, so now, we understand what John was writing. So here out. So he, he let you know that all this that you see here and all this great favors we're doing trying to get our 5K3, what do you call it, 5K and all that, retirement, everything, we get everything. Understand that everything that's in here that we're doing all this double, triple time for, it's going to come to an end. If you're not rich in Yahqua, the man's going to burn you in the fire. You better make sure you're loaded up with some dust there, Joshua. So all thing you can do, hey, Mother E, all thing you can do, Mother E, is in Acts chapter 2, verse 37, down to verse 40. Hey, Mother E, 
Verse 7 reads, Give all of your substance, and when you give it all, let not your eyes be envy. Neither turn your face from any poor, and the face of Yahweh should not be turned away from you. Verse number Verse number 8. If you have the body, give alms accordingly. If you have but a little, be not afraid to give according to that little. Verse 9. For you laid up a good treasure for yourself against the day of message. Verse 10. Because that alms do deliver from death and suffer not to come into darkness. The Rock chapter 2, verse 1 through 12. The Rock chapter 2, verse 1 through 12. Verse 1. Thus said the YHWH Yahweh. Oh, this, this said the wrong one. Okay, I didn't know wrong one. Okay. okay. The Rock chapter 2, verse 1 through 12. My son, if thou come to serve the YHWH Yahweh, prepare your soul for temptation. Verse 2. Set thy mind aright and constantly endure and make not haste in time of trouble. Verse 3. Cleave unto him, and depart not away, that you may be increased at thy last end. Verse 4. Whatsoever is brought upon you, take it cheerfully, and be patient when you are changed to a low estate. Verse 5. For gold is tried in the fire, and acceptable men in the furnace of adversity. Verse 6, believe in him, and he will help you. Order your way, thy way aright, and trust in him. Verse 7, you that fear the YHWH Yahweh, wait for his mercy, and go not aside, lest you fall. Verse 8, you that fear the YHWH Yahweh, believe him, and your reward shall not fail. Verse 9, you that fear the YHWH Yahweh, hope for good and for everlasting joy and mercy. Verse 10, look at the generations of old. And see, did 
ever any trust in the YHWH Yahweh and was confounded? Or did any abide in his fear and was forsaken? Or whom did he ever despise that called upon him? Verse 11. For the YHWH is full of compassion and mercy, long-suffering, and very pitiful, and forgiveth sin, and saveth in time of affliction. Verse 12. Woe be to fearful minds and faint hands and the sinners that goeth to ways. <laughs> Read verse 10 again, daughter. Read verse 10 again. The Rock chapter 2, verse 10 reads, <laughs> Look at the generations of old and see, did ever any trust in the YHWH and was confounded? Or did any abide in his fear? And was forsaken? Or so you're man, he's a That's good. He's a checked the all the way back to Genesis. Show me when you got him right, he didn't get you right. So he mm-hmm. sees your role now. There's no question of when you got Yahweh right, he didn't have you right. He's going to right. So if we follow his Bible, we're going to be in and he's going to return. Oh, we keep dragging our feet and putting this Bible as a no, never mind, we're going to be in trouble with it today. Hey, come on, Mother 6, 1, 2, 3, 4. What does it say, Mother? What does it say, Matthew Look 6, 1, 2, 3, 4? Look at Matthew, Matthew chapter 6. 1 down to 4. The book of Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 to 4. Verse 1. Take heed that you do your arms before men. Okay. Matthew chapter 6, verse 1. Take heed that you do not your arms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise, you have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. (laughs) Verse 2. Therefore, and I... Do it by arm. Do not sound a trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogue and in the streets, that they may have honor of man. Truly I say unto you, they have their reward. Verse 3. But when you do arm, let not let not your left hand know what your right hand doeth. Verse four, that thy arms may be in secret, and the Father which sees in secret himself shall reward thee openly. Mm-hmm. He said, he said, do what you gotta do, do what your left hand knows your right hand doing, but Yahweh is looking at you all the time. Let's get at Malachi 3, 7 down to verse number 11 now. And we'll bring Mother Z here for uh, closing, uh, Mother Z for uh, commentary and closing. 
We also uh, have a YouTube page up and running. Our YouTube page is Tribe B-O-T-T-Y, Tribe, Y-A-D-A. Once again, our YouTube page is B-O-T-T-Y, Tribe, Y-A-D-A. Then we also have our TikTok page that we got up and running now. It's also, we actually started getting some viewers on it. I went back and checked on it, and you can tune in to our TikTok page at B-O-T-T-Y, Tribe, Y-A-D-A. It's the same as our YouTube page, B-O-T-T-Y, Tribe, Y-A-D-A. And you can tune in and catch us on our YouTube page, uh, our TikTok page, and also our Facebook page. Tune in to those uh, broadcasts that Yahweh has blessed us to be able to get on and get the ball game rolling so we can reach the people all over the known world. We stay with the top part of the Saturday. Sister Sarah Israel, say Yahweh be with you. We get some Luke 12, 12. We believe that at B-O-T-T-Y, the ministry of the Spirit should teach you in that very same hour what you are to say. I want to say, Yaqua, bless you that mother Eve. Yaqua, bless you, brother Micaiah. Teacher Micaiah. Hallelujah. All right, Mother E, let me get some uh, Matthew chapter 10, verse number 19. What do you say, Matthew chapter 10, verse number 19? Okay. Matthew chapter 10, verse 19. The book of Matthew chapter 10. Verse 19. Okay, let me get there. Book of Matthew, chapter 10, verse 19 reads, But when they deliver you up, take no thought how or what you shall speak, for it shall be given you in that same hour what you shall speak. In that very same hour, the minister of the Spirit is going to give you what you are to speak. And it was a precept. Let's get a third witness on that. And I'm going to say, Yahweh bless you. Daughter Yahweh. Yahweh bless you there, see you, Roy. Yahweh bless you there, daughter Yahweh. That's why I be with you, Brother Cab, Israel. See, Royal. Yahweh. All right, let me get some, uh, well, Mark chapter 13, verse number 10. Make that 10 and 11. Mark chapter 13, verse 10 and verse number 11. Daughter Yahweh, you're on the clock. Okay, Mark chapter 13, verse 10 and 11. Verse 10 reads, And the covenant must first be published among all nations. Verse 11, But when they shall lead you and deliver you up, 
take no thought beforehand what you shall speak. Neither do you premeditate, but whatsoever shall be given you in that hour, that speak ye. For it is not you that speak, but the righteous spirit. <laughs> Hallelujah. Wow. Let me, let me get one more add on that because it says, uh, you're going to receive. So I'll read that, read that verse again one more time for me, daughter Yahweh. Tell me I want to pull out of there. Mark chapter 13, verse 11. But when they shall lead you and deliver you up, take no thought, no thought beforehand what you shall speak. Neither do you premeditate. But whatsoever shall be given you in that hour, that speak ye. For it is not you that speak, but the righteous spirit. I look at one. Now let's get a, uh, let's get, let me add something to that. Now, Yahweh bless you there, Sister Mary in Israel, Z. Roy, and Cat Live in Count One. Yahweh bless you. Bless you. Yes, I'll be with you. Yes, I'll be with you. Okay, so uh, Sister Mary, let's go to the Book of Ruth. Go to the Book of Ruth, and let's pull something out out of our uh, 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 old Book of Ruth. It was something that was said, a profound statement that was said in the Book of Ruth. Because, you know, people are asking you and say, Sister Mary, we want to make sure you know why we say, Yahweh bless you and Yahweh be with you. We want to make sure that we are born where we can read. So uh, let's go to the book of Ruth, and let's pick it up at chapter 2. Give me, give me, let me get that. I want, I want, I want Sister Sarah to bring that up. Okay. 
which he did to you and to your father. So we got to be make sure that we are rehearsing the righteous acts of Yahweh. That's one thing we, we, we big on at D-O-T-T-Y, opening this book up to make sure and then living by this book and rehearsing the righteous acts. So what we see and what we read that our fathers was doing, we just rehearse them right back again in today's time. That's what we do. We rehearse them right back in our time when we know we can't go wrong because we can read a good guy. Now, uh... Let's go back to what we were getting at, Sister, who we at? Sister, Sister uh, Mary. That's why I need it. Let's go to the book of uh, John. And we're talking about this um, ministry of righteous spirit. We're going to teach you in that very same mind what you ought to say. I need something out of uh, St. John, what I want, 16. Let's make that chapter... Chapter 14, verse number 26. How about that? St. John, chapter 14. Yes, ma'am. Verse number 26. St. John, chapter 14, verse 26. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. St. John, chapter 14, verse 26. Read. But. The comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. whom the Father will send in my name. Mm-hmm. He shall teach you all things mm-hmm. and bring all things to your remembrance. Mm-hmm. Whatsoever I have said unto you. So this, the ministry right the Spirit, his job, what he's going to do is, he's a matter of fact, what is this? What is this comforter? This ministry right the spirit. He says he's going to. Uh, what is it? What do you say he is? What he's going to do in 26? Read that again, sister, sister Mary. What? He, what is? It? Anybody can answer that. He, what? What? What he's going to do? He shall teach you all things. So the comforter, the ministry right the spirit, is a what? Teacher. He's a teacher. He's a teacher, and what he's going to teach you is all things that Yahweh the Son said unto us. That's our job, to make sure that we hear this thing and let the ministry spirit teach us all things that came from Yahweh the Son. And um, can we get a case of point on that? Let's go to uh, Acts, Mother, Mother E. Let's go to Acts chapter 7. Verse 51 and verse 53. Go to Acts chapter 7, verse 51 and verse 53. And then, uh, Sister Sarah, give me First Maccabees chapter 12, verse 9 and verse 15. Look at Acts chapter 7, verse 51 and 53. Look at Acts chapter 7, verse 51 and 53. Verse 51, you stiff-made and uncircumcised in mind and fear. You do always resist the righteous spirit as your father did. So do you. Fifty-two, which of the fears 
have not your father persecuted, and they have right, and they have slain them which showed be, before of the coming of the just one whom ye have been now the betrayer and murderer. It's three. Who have received the law by the disposition of the angels and have not kept it? So this ministering righteous spirit is a teacher, and when he came down, this ministering righteous spirit, he's telling you, ministering righteous spirit is the law. Point break spirit, you always resist the righteous spirit, and you always resist the law. You resist the righteous spirit, you are resisting the law because that's what the ministering righteous spirit is, is the law. He came down, he gave a, he gave a lick down, and once he came down, he did what he had to do to cover it up, which is the law. Let's get a case of point on that, about this covering up in his, in his ministering righteous spirit. Remember, it is the law. It is a teacher. It is a teacher. It is a law. Let's go to the book of uh, first, uh, I mean, yeah, first Maccabees chapter 12. What do I want out of that? 9 and 9 and 15. Hallelujah. Go to the book of first Maccabees chapter 12, verse 9 and verse 15. And I read, Therefore, we also, all these, we need none of these things. I just give you verse number 9. That'll work. Mm-hmm. And that we have the righteous book.
First Kings, sorry, make that First Kings. Uh, I forgot to tell you which, which Kings. First Kings chapter 15. Give me verse number 1. Matter of fact, uh, tell that, mother. Let me, let me see if I want Second Kings. Let me make sure I get right to my head. Let's make that, uh, Make that second king's mother. Make that second king. Second king. Chapter 15. Give me verse number 1. Okay. And I want you to drop down. Give me verse 23. Yeah, second king. Chapter 15. Verse 1 and verse number 23. Second king. Chapter 15. Verse 1 and verse 23. Second Kings chapter 15, verse 1. In the 20th and 7th year of Jeroboam, king of Israel, began Elthari, son of Amaziah, king of Judah, to reign. Verse 23. In the 5th Fifth year of Amaziah, king of Judah, he kept peace on what day. The son of Pekah, the son of Nehem, began to reign over Israel and Samaria and reign two years. Okay, pick it up uh, right now, Sister Miriam, at verse number 27, and 32, 36, and 37. Read all those for me, Sister Miriam. Hallelujah. Wow. Second book of Kings, chapter 15. Pick it up at verse 27. You go 32, 32 36, and 37. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. 2 Kings 15, verse 23. Read. Read. In the 15th year of Azariah, king of Judah. King of who? King of Judah. That's right. Continue to read. Pekah. Pekah. The son of Menahem began to reign over Israel. Yes, the son of Ramaliah. Ramaliah. Uh-huh. Began to reign over Israel. He began to reign over Israel, that's right. In Samaria. Uh-huh. And reigned two years. Verse 27. Okay, so he reigned 20 years. Uh-huh, verse 20. Go down to verse number... 27. That was not yet 32. You just got to read 27. Yeah, 32. 23.
verse 32. In the second year of Kika, the son of Remaliah, king of Israel, began to begin Jotham, the son of Uzziah, king of Judah, to reign. King of who? King of Judah. I began to reign, right? Verse 36. Now the rest of the acts of Jotham and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Judah? Mm-hmm. 37. In those days, Yahweh began to send against Judah, Rizim, the king of Syria, and Pekah, the son of Remaliah. Okay. Now give me chapter 16, verse number 1. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Chapter 16 of 2 Kings, verse 1. In the seventh year of Pekah, the son of Remaliah, Ahaz, the son of Joseph, king of Judah, began to reign. Oh, so so far this is the king of who? Judah. All these are the kings of Judah, right? Now, what? Read me verse number 6. 2 Kings, chapter 16, verse 6. Read. And at that time, risen king of Syria recovered Eli to Syria and drave the Jews from Eli. And the Syrians came to Eli and dwelt there until this day. So they, now, who they, who, now it says the time, risen king of Syria recovered Eli to Syria and drove the who? And drove the Jews. Oh, so the Jews what? From what? From Eli. Uh huh. And Syrians, Syrians came to Eli mm-hmm. and dwelt there until this day. Mm-hmm. Now let me ask you a question. What changed? What happened? They drove out the Jews and Eli. Uh, so who? So who? Syria. What, what happened so far? We the king of who? King of Remaliah. No, 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 no. Judah. King of who? Judah. Now what happened in verse number six? What word was swapped? <laughs> what was one? Which word was swapped? The, uh, uh, the Jews was, was swapped out and Syria was swapped in. Well, let me help you out here. Let's Eli. make this picture correctly. <laughs> what we're trying to get Let's go to the book of Proverbs. Go to Yahweh. Go to Proverbs chapter 30, verse 5, and verse number 6, and then we're going to bring this out. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 30, verse 5, and verse 6. See, we got to remember something. It's our job to be a Proverbs chapter 30, verse 5, and verse number 6. What do read, daughter Yahweh, and mother Eve? Happy Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. Bring it back to back. We want it back to back. Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 1 and verse number 2. Daughter Yahweh, Proverbs chapter 30, verse 5 and 6. Mother E, Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 1 and verse number 2. What's our job at B-O-C-T-Y? Proverbs chapter 30, verse 5 and verse 6. Verse 5 reads, Every word of Y-H-W-H Yahweh is pure. He is a shield mm-hmm. unto them that put their trust in him. Verse 6. Add thou not unto his words, 
least he reproves right. you, and you be found a liar. So you can't add to the word of Yahweh because every word of Yahweh is pure. He told you don't add to his word or he's going to reprove you, which means correct you, and he will find you a liar. What did he say, Mother, uh, Mother E, in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 1 and verse number 2? The book of Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 1 and verse 2, verse 1. Now therefore, hearken, O Israel, unto the statutes and unto the judgment, which I teach you for to do them, that you may live and go in and possess the land which the Yahweh, Yahweh of your father give you. Verse 2. You shall not add unto the word which I command you, neither shall you diminish off from it, that you may keep the commandments of the Yahweh, your Yahweh, which I command you. That's right, Mother. Exactly what you just got done reading is exactly what Yahweh said. You don't add to, you don't diminish out from it. You keep the commandments that he has taught us, you children of Israel. That's who he's speaking to. Now, let's go back to you, uh, 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 Sister, Sister Mary. Now, remember, daughter Yahweh and mother, mother Eve just got done making some powerful reads. We did some powerful book, good old powerful reads. And they just let it be known that Yahweh said, don't add to his word. His word is pure. He said, don't minister from it. He say, uh, 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 what does he say? And he's going to reprove you, which is correct you, and you'll be found alive. So what happened, what was added in verse number 6? Compared to what you just got done reading in the book of 2 Kings, chapter 15, when you read 27, 32, 36, 37. What happened in chapter 16, verse 1? But what happened that was added in verse number 6? At that time, risen king of Syria recovered Elam to Syria mm-hmm. and drave, drave the, yeah, drove, drove, drove the Jews uh-huh. from Elam. Stop right there. Who they drove? The Jews. Read chapter 16, verse number 1. In the seventh year of Pekah, the son of Remaliah, mm-hmm. Ahaz, the son of Joseph, king of Judah, Began to rank. Read verse, go back now, go to chapter, 2 Kings chapter uh, 15, read verse number 27. 2 Kings chapter 15, verse 27. In the two and fifteenth year of Azariah, king of Judah, Pekah, the son of Remaliah, began to rank over Israel and Samaria. And reigned 20 years. Verse number 32. 32, 15, second king. In the second year of Pekah, the son of Remaliah, king of Israel, began to, to Jephthah, the son of Uzziah, king of Judah, to reign. Verse number 37. 37, 15, second king. In those days, the Yahweh began to sin against. Judah. And who he sent against Judah? 
In those days, Yahweh began to send against Judah, Rezin, uh-huh. the king of Syria. The king of Syria. And Pekah, the son of Remaliah. Now read verse number 6. Let's find out what happened. Read verse number 6. Look at 37 and look at 30 and look at verse number 6. At that time, Rezin, king of Syria, recovered Eli to Syria and drove the Jews from Eli. So the whole time, what happened in verse number 37 and verse number 6? Who say? Yahweh said he sent against Judah, Rezin, the king of Syria. In verse number 6, he said, Rezin covered, recovered Eli to Syria and drove out the Jews. Who was it that he drove out that was added in verse number 6? He drove the Jews. Right, but who, who was the Rezin? I'm trying to get you to think and see what happened. What changed? What was added? What was added in verse number 6? Uh, the Syrians came to Eli. Well, read this then. Handle this. And dwelt there to this day. Well, give it in for me, Sister Sarah. Let her read that. Read the pink part, page uh, 82. Call out what you read from the top. You see that pink part that's highlighted? Yeah. What book that come from? Order the comprehensive analysis uh-huh. of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Page 282. That's right. Jew. Jew. Okay. The word Jew is a... It's a what? Corruption. It's a what? Corruption. Keep going and read. Of the word Judah. Of the word who? Judah. Oh. Judah. He drove out Judah. He drove out Judah. Remember, Yahweh said you don't do what to his word? Don't add, don't take away. So that means, what did they do? They, they added, they added Jews. They took out Judah. So now you know when you go back and you read that book of St. John, when you see that word Jews there, right. they were talking about who? Judah. Hallelujah. So you can't add to or take away from the word of Yahweh. Once Yahweh is there, you can't turn around and give a corruption there. Now this word is the Ezra chapter 2, verse 62. What is that? E-Z-R-A in a regular book. Now that you're knowing that, you go to Ezra chapter 2. Verse 62. Now they call it a corruption. But now we're going to go inside of the Bible and we're going to see what Yahweh got to say about it in Ezra chapter 2, verse 62. What did he say right there? Okay. The regular book. In the regular book. The 
they were not founded. Oh, 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 so that means Jew. Jew is not founded inside of our uh, 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 history. Uh-huh. Therefore were they as polluted. Therefore Jew is as what? Polluted. It's polluted. Uh, it's a polluted word for Yahja Judah. It's a corruption. Uh, it was to corrupt the mind of the twelve tribes of Israel to hide them thinking that Judah is now called Jew. It's now called Jew. Yeah, it's just a Yeah. I, 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 uh, so when you said Jew, you was just breaking it down with I a lie. Your father. Your father. You don't have no father. 
words, you don't have no father. So that's polluted. Now, Judah got a father. Okay. Um, yeah. Mr. Renter? First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 1. So all Israel were reckoned by genealogy, and behold, they were written in the book of the kings of Israel and Judah, whom we carried away to Babylon for their transgression. Hallelujah. So all genealogy. Genealogy of their father. That's right. So remember, when you see a name, you got to have genealogy of their father or it's polluted. Right. When a man called by any name and it's not genealogy of their father, it's polluted. Come to Mother E. Thank you for raising Yahweh for the class. Thank you for raising Yahweh for the teachers. And thank you for raising Yahweh for the ones that's listening. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah. 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 All right. Daughter Yahweh. Let me get the book of Joel, chapter 8, verse number 8, and then we get a closing statement for you from you too, daughter Yahweh. Joel, chapter okay. 8, verse number 8. What do we read, Yahweh? You say Joel, chapter 8, verse 8. Yes, ma'am. Okay, Job chapter 8, verse 8, read. For inquire, I pray you, of the former age, and prepare thyself to the search of their fathers. The search of their who? Of their fathers. This, 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 this thing got to come through your father. And that's what we try to show right now, that Jew don't have a father. You ain't going to find no search of your father uh, by the name of Jew in this Bible. Or Judea. Or Judea. That's right. <laughs> Hallelujah. Or Judea. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right, Jordan Yaqua, I'm going to get a closing statement until we get you and Mother E. Eyeball to eyeball and top for the bottom part of the Sabbath day. I'm coming from the book of Sirach, chapter 4. Verse 25, 28, and no wise speak against the truth, but be abased of the error of thy ignorance. Verse 26, be not ashamed to confess thy sins, enforce not the course of the river. Make not thyself an underling to a foolish man, neither accept the person of mighty. Strive for the truth unto death, and wise W.H. Yahweh shall fight for you. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah,
man. We got a lot of old souls that, that, that need help with this one right here. Very old bloodline that's still stuck on this one. Go to Romans chapter 7, verse number... Uh, Hallelujah, Yahweh. Romans chapter 7, verse 4. Read. Wherefore, my brethren, you also are become dead to the law by the body of the Son, Yahweh, that you should be married to another, even to him who is raised from the dead, that we should bring forth fruit and say, Yahweh. Chapter 